Hello and welcome everyone to the Sports Unite podcast. This is episode lucky number 13. That's right, we've made it all the way to 13, that age where you don't quite understand what's going on in the world, but you know you hate it. Or you like it, depending on what kind of 13-year-old you were. We are in the middle of moving our studio here, our vast grand studio, which is very, very tiny. But we're in the middle of a move, so we're going to do kind of a smaller episode today. And we're going to do a little bit of a recap. All of those leagues that we have covered that are playing officially right now, we're going to do a little bit of a recap in case you were interested and wondering how your favorite team is doing over in the K1 League, the Bundas League, the MLS just started, NWSL, all of that have started. So we're going to do a little bit of a recap to see where the teams are standing, who might be getting relegated, who might be potentially moving up. But first, there is a little bit of news that we're going to cover. Two big stories that have come out. They have started to announce the NHL award finalists for some of the major awards. Not all of the awards have been announced yet. There are still the Willie O'Reed Award, Vesna Trophy, Norris Trophy, Selkie, and Hart Trophy have yet to be announced, but we do have some including the Calder Trophy. So the finalists of the Calder Trophy are Kyle Maker, Quinn Hughes, and Dominic Kubinak. In the other awards, the Ten Lindsay Award, Dreisaitl, Nathan McKinnon, and RT Panarin, no surprise there. In the Jack Adams, which is the Coach of the Year Award, we have Bruce Cassidy, John Tortorella, and Alain Vigneault. The Masterton Trophy. This one's going to be a tough race. Uh, this one's between Stephen Johns, Oscar Lindblom, and Bobby Ryan. And finally, the Lady Bing Trophy, Austin Matthews, Nathan McKinnon, and Ryan O'Reilly. Like I said, not all the awards have been announced. They'll be announced on Friday, Monday, and Tuesday, the 20 and 21st. And then all of the awards will be announced and will be that much closer to teams making the trip to the bubble and us beginning hockey. The other big announcements that have come out is the class of 2020 for the Canadian Football Hall of Fame. Now what's cool about the Football Hall of Fame is it's it's Canadian football. So it doesn't have to be just professional athletes. And we have a heck of a class in this year's 2020. So in the player category, we have offensive lineman Clyde Brock and Freddie Childress, quarterback Henry Burris, and Greg Vavere. In the builders category, we have fabulous head coach and the current president and GM of Calgary Stampeders, John Huffnagel. And uh, if you've been in the East Coast at all, playing football or around football in the East Coast, you know the name Larry Utek. He's well known in the East Coast of Canada in the football scene. He has been posthumously inducted into the Canadian Football Hall of Fame as a builder. And if you go online and watch the announcement for Henry Burris, uh, a man who I have been able to meet hands down, one of the classiest person in the game, always smiling, has his head up, great motivational speaker, always there to analyze, very, very well-spoken. If you watch the video of how he finds out his family knew and they surprised him with a video of another Hall of Fame quarterback, it's magical and you know how much it means to him 
wasn't trying to be a Hall of Famer, but did end up becoming a really great quarterback and ambassador for the league, for the teams he played for. Like I said, I was able to meet him, just a class of a person. We congratulate all the people inducted into the class of 2020. Well, well deserved. And we wish you nothing but the best and that you get a proper induction ceremony when everything calms down and we are able to do so. And now we're going to jump into our recap. We are going to start way, way back. We're going to go visit our team, the NC Dinos. That's right, we're heading to the KBO Korean Baseball much has changed since we last visited our teams. The NC Dinos are still killing it. They have played 60 games so far, and the NC Dinos are still in first place with a 40 and 19 and 1 record. They are cruising on with a 678 win percentage. The Doosan Bears are hot on their trails. They are currently second place with a 36 and 25 record within striking distance. Then they are followed by the Kinwoom Heroes who are at 63 games and at a 37 and 26 record. After that, the teams start to fall off. We get to 32, 31 wins. So there's really, a, it's really a three team race currently at this 60 game mark. And a Sports Unite podcast favorite, NC Dinos, are in first place. Hopefully they can stay like that for the rest of the season. We're going to head on now to the K1 League. If you don't remember what that is, that is the Korean Soccer League. And it's a pretty good season so far. We're only 11 matches in. But at the top of the league, we have the Ulsan Hyundai. They're 8-2-1 with one loss and two draws. So far, eight wins. Hot on their heels are the John Buck FC, eight, one, and two. So there's only a point difference between the, the two teams right there. In third place, we have the Shenzhuan Sangum. They are six, three, and two. And the Pohan Steelers round out our fourth place with a six, two, and three. And to even it up with a fifth place, Daegu FC, they're 5-4-2. So the season's just getting started in uh, Korea for the Soccer League. So we will have to check back in going forward. But so far in danger of relegation. Now for the K1 League, the 12th team automatically gets relegated down to K League 2. And the 11th place team has to play in a playoff series against the uh, winner of the playoff series in the K-League 2. Whereas the winner of K-League 2 gets that automatic promotion up. So right now, Seonggam FC is in 11th spot with 10 points and a 2-4-5 and five record. And Incheon United uh, have no wins. Three draws and eight losses for three points. So they're looking to turn around their season really, really quickly. But there's still lots of games to be played. No need to panic just quite yet. But we're going to have to keep an eye on that relegation fight. We're going to head over to our friends at La Liga now. And they have just crowned their champion at the 37 match. Just happened this week. Real Madrid has captured the title for La Liga, uh, winning their match and having FC Barcelona lose 
their match. Unable to catch it up now, Real Madrid uh, currently sits at 86 points with FC Barcelona at 79. With one more match left, there's no way to be caught. And Real Madrid has captured the title. Uh, currently in third place, Atletico uh, de Madrid, Seville FC in fourth, and Villarreal CF in fifth place. And that's uh, how uh, La Liga, with one week left, uh, has finished. We are now heading over to focus on the Bundesliga. And we all know that FC Bayern Munich won the league, again, hands down, weeks ago. Uh, they finished with 82 points, 26-4-4 four four record. Second place was Borussia Dortmund, 69 points. A good effort there, 21 wins, 6 draws, 7 losses. It was the difference in the losses, obviously. That's a really silly statement to say. RB Leipzig finished third place with 66 points. And Borussia Mönchengladbach, everyone's favorite to say, finished in 65 points, finished fourth. And they all qualify for Champions League with Bayern 04 Leverkusen finishing with 63 points just behind their uh, they get the Europa League with TSG 1899 Hoffenheim and VfL Wolfsburg finishing in 7th. But the real battle now is for relegation. So unfortunately in 18th place SC Paderborn 07 and in 17th Fortuna Dusseldorf. Really fun names to say. They finished in 18th and 17th and were relegated. And then that interesting 16th spot comes in. We have SV Werder Berman, who finished in 16th place, which means that they get in a playoff match against a team from the lower division. So in this case, they, f- they faced FC Heidendemenheim 1846. Awesome names in the Bundesliga. If you uh, you know want to practice your German pronunciations, if you're looking to get into speaking German, just go through the Bundesliga uh, website and try and say all the names of all the teams. So the first match, uh, they play a home and away. So the first match happened on the 2nd of July and finished with a 0-0 score. So they go to the second match and look at that. It's a 2-2 draw which means we got to keep playing because we need a winner. And SV Werder Berman came out with the win, and they will stay in the Bundesliga. Sorry for FC Heidenheim1846. They don't quite make it. Uh, So congratulations to SV Werder Berman. We will pronounce you once again next season. We got even more soccer. The National Women's Soccer League. They are having their Challenge Cup currently, and they have finished the round robin. So we're gonna go through what teams finished where and how to set up the quarterfinals. So on top of the table, the North Carolina Courage. They rocked the tournament, finishing with 12 points, a perfect 4-0 record. Washington Spirit were right behind them, seven points, finishing second with a 2-1-1 record. The OL Reign finished with 5 points, 1-1-2 one, one record. And Houston Dash finished in the top 4 with a 1-2-1 one, one record with 4 points. Uh, Utah Royals 
uh, Chicago Red Stars, Sky Blue FC, and Portland Thorns FC uh, round out the other four. So we're going to go into the schedule now, and this starts tomorrow. That's right. If you are looking for tournament-style soccer, it is happening right now because we are into the important matches. So the matches start tomorrow with the first place against the eighth place. So that's how the bracket's going to be. It starts at 12.30 Eastern time with North Carolina Courage against Portland Thorns FC. And in the evening game, we have the Houston Dash against the Utah Royals. So that's the 4v5 matchup. And then on Saturday, you can see Washington versus Sky Blue FC. And then the OL Reign against the Chicago Red Stars. So they're, they're in that 12.30 and 10 p.m. slot. You can watch all those games on CBS All Access and check the website for any up-to-date scheduling. We're going to head now to the Premier League where, again, it has been decided who the champion is. It's Liverpool. Everyone's been very excited, celebrating something 30 years in the making. Unfortunately, they will not break the points record. They did lose their last match, and that was 36 out of a 38-game schedule, and they are currently at 93 points so even if they win the next two they will come up a point short unfortunately they won't get to break the total points record in a season but they are still champions nothing to take them away and they have punched their ticket to the champions league next year as it stands in the standing liverpool are first manchester city are second with 75 points Chelsea is third with 63, and Leicester City is holding on to that fourth place with 62 points. Now, they do hold the tiebreaker because they have won one more game than Manchester United, who sits fifth at 62 points as well. And fallen off, Wolverhampton Wanderers, the Wolves, uh, they've fallen down. They're at 56 points. I don't believe they're going to catch for that fifth spot. So it looks like uh, the, the top five have been identified. Uh, but it's just fighting it out now for who is going to go to the Champions League and who's going to sit in that fifth Europa spot. And we're going to go down the table now and we're going to look at that relegation. So 20th spot, there's no way that they can catch up. So Norwich City will be relegated. Uh, they've had a tough last five matches. Aston Villa uh, are at 31 points. They're not completely out of it. But it's not looking good for them. They are at 31 points. Right above them is Bournemouth. They're at 31 points as well in 18th spot. In uh, 17th is Watford. They have 34. And in 16th is West Ham United at 34 points as well. And in 15th, Brighton and Hove Albion, 37. They look to be a little bit safer. Interesting enough, though, uh, West Ham and Watford are uh, at 35 games so they still have a match to play at hand oh they play each other look at that so the winner if they can draw or a winner of that match is going to put themselves in a great position to stave off relegation we'll keep an eye out as there are two matches left it's going to be a hard-fought battle for who will get relegated and finally the mls is back tournament has begun Games have been played, some shuffling going around, but that's okay. Games are uh, being played in the morning and then two at night. 
Uh, you can watch on TSN here in Canada, or you can watch uh, in the States on ESPN. It's being played at Disney World. Heck of a heck of some matches going on so far. Uh, we'll go through the group stages. So in Group A, so far, Orlando City uh, Soccer Club and Philadelphia Union are sitting pretty at six points each with two wins. And Inter-Miami and New York City FC are uh, giant goose eggs. Top two in each pool move on so far, so they're in good spots. In Group B, we have San Jose Earthquake and Chicago Fire. They're at four points and three points, respectively. Underneath them, Seattle Sounders and Vancouver Whitecaps uh, are at one point and zero points, respectively. In Group C, TFC are uh, at the top of the table with four points. New England Revolution are at three points. DC United at one point and Montreal Impact, a giant goose egg so far. Group D, Real Salt Lake are at three points. Minnesota United FC, three points. They've only played one game. Sporting Kansas City and Colorado Rapids are at zero points so far. Group E, Columbus Crew uh, Soccer Club and New York Red Bulls are at three points each. Cincinnati FC is also at three points, uh, but they're just below on goal differential and Atlanta uh, United FC are at zero points. Group F, Portland Timbers are at three points. Houston Dynamo, one point. Uh, LA uh, Football Club, the new one, at uh, one point. And LA Galaxy, zero points so far. So some teams have played two games. Some play have only played one. They're going through kind of match two for most teams. And we'll keep an eye on that. Again, Calling all soccer fans, football fans, if you want to watch a match with us here at the Sports United Podcast, just drop us an email or let us know on social media. We'll set up a watch party. We might just go live. You can ask us questions uh, on our social media as we go live, watching the game and interacting with you. And that's going to do it here for a short version of the podcast this week. We have big episodes coming up soon. We have a really interesting interview coming up with our social culture reporter. Uh, All things sports, politics, how they intertwine uh, with everything that's going on in the world. It's going to be a super fantastic conversation. You're going to want to hold on to that. We have athletes coming up. We have perspectives coming up. Hockey's coming back. The NBA in two weeks. Soccer has been the appetizer. And people are chomping at the bits to get to basketball. Hockey returning. Some people are excited for baseball. They're a little still sour in the mouth about what happened. So some people are getting excited for baseball. But in the next two weeks, we are going to have those sports returning to kind of help uh, ease the pain as some of those soccer leagues have begun to finish or finish uh, to and then complement the MLS tournament, which is something very unique. So we're very excited. We got lots on the go and we're moving into a new studio. So hopefully the acoustics will be fantastic and you will be so excited to listen to us further. So we wish you all the best this weekend. Enjoy getting outside, enjoy watching some playoff tournament soccer with the National Women's Soccer League, enjoy watching some MLS and the final matches of the EPL, go watch some Korean Baseball League and Korean soccer, be safe and sport on.